This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Bendis joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, I guess, here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandela, I guess, here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show, broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Happy Friday. It is the Jason Walker Show. Welcome inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Got a great show planned today. Every show is a great show, though. And uh, still, a lot of great comments, a lot of great uh, positive feedback from yesterday's show when we had uh, Carol Assistant Softball Coach uh, Sarah Burnell in here with her little baby Presley talking about the the struggles of getting pregnant, the struggles of staying pregnant, and the struggles of uh, the little the little one, five-month-old Presley, having to have a surgery for CPAM, which is a mass on the lungs. If you missed the show yesterday, go to jasonwalkershow.com and uh, check it out. Um, inspirational, for sure. Uh, what do we got coming up today? Lance Hartzler will join us from uh, the Arizona Daily Sun. And uh, Northern Arizona Athletics will get his thoughts on uh, everything that's been going on, part of the Big Sky Conference. Also, the Big Sky Schools... You know, if you've gone to college you uh, or university, you have um, these student athletic fees. You pay them every year, and it just comes out of your tuition and, or part of your tuition. And without sports this fall, has the Big Sky decided what to do with those fees? Lance has a great article, and uh, we're going to talk to him uh, coming up here in about uh, 15 minutes or so. And uh, it's it's very, very interesting. For sure. Um, Monday next week, Bill Foley will join us from Butte Sports. Um, talk about <laughs> MHSA. We'll talk about parents. And uh, Tim McMahon will join us, too, the Helena Schools Athletics or Activities Director. And uh, this came out yesterday right as we got off the air. But um, there will be no fans allowed at Lewis and Clark County Sports. In Helena, specifically, there will be no fans for Helena High or Capital High School activities. Uh, first reported by um, Chris Peterson, 406mtsports.com yesterday. And, and it's it it's it sucks. It's just like when Yellowstone County on Tuesday said the same thing. Silverbow County, Flathead County allowing two fans per, per uniformed athlete for all fall sports. The uh, internet exploded yesterday, last night, today. There's petitions all over. Allow us to have our, you know, to watch our kids. And there's a couple of, you know, good points that were brought up um, by some of these parents. And like, you know, when we talked about it last night a little bit too on the air was, what if you travel to Yellowstone County, or in this case, Lewis and Clark County, your kid gets hurt. 
you know, there's a lot of questions as far as that's concerned because out of out of town fans are not allowed at Flathead, nor are they allowed at Silverboat. But and then there's no fans at all in Helena or Billings, Yellowstone County. Missoula County starts to come out and say what they want to do, Gallatin County, Cascade County, the big ones for the double-A. Everybody's focused on the double-A. But let's not forget, we still have Class A, B, and C schools. Now, Park County, Livingston, is not allowing teams from certain counties to travel, like Bighorn and Yellowstone. So that affects games for Park High against Laurel, Billings Central, Harden, things like that. See, where, see it's trickle-down. It's all that. It's always a trickle-down. Um, so here's my question that I put up on the Twitter last night and the Facebook as well. As a parent in Billings and Helena, why are you so upset? Why are you so upset? And I, I get this. I, now, trust me, I get this. You can't go watch your kids play. I, I understand that aspect. But here's the question about why are you so upset? I was told last week by multiple parents, publicly, privately, both, that they were willing to make sacrifices so that the kids could play the games. That means watching online. The NFHS, you know, webcam streams. I was told that by multiple parents, you guys would be okay not watching your kids play live in the stadium just so that those kids could have games. Why now are you so upset about it? When Billings and Helena say, you can't go, now why are you upset? I thought you were willing to make sacrifices. You were willing to sacrifice going to their game in person so that those kids could play. Why the change now when it actually come out? A couple of Twitter comments from uh, last night. Uh, I just love this dude. The brown guy in small town Montana. <laughs> That's his Twitter handle. He says, exactly. MHSA had given them a gift to let the kids play week by week, but their entitlement is going to ruin fall sports. Wait until we hear Missoula County's restriction, and they, such as Yellowstone, Kalispell, Lewis, and Clark, thought theirs was bad. Another one, Mike. He's a coach, softball. Lewistown, Mike Mangold. Always easier to talk than do. They need to look in the mirror and get over their selfishness. This is about parents. Coming from a coach and parent that just lost a season. So speaking from experience on the pain of losing a season that it inflicts. Okay? If you are going to say that you're willing to make sacrifices so that your kid can get their fall sports, then don't complain when those kids get to play, but you can't watch in person. You can't have it both ways, parents. And you can get as upset at me as you want, but you're the ones that are doing this. I'm not. I don't have a kid. I don't have a dog in the hunt this year in high school. Do I want high school sports to talk about? Yes, everybody does. But if you're going to complain about the kids not getting their seasons or not getting, or, or the kids are going to get screwed over, well, then don't complain when they get to play, but you have to watch online. It's a sacrifice that everyone has to make. Don't be upset, folks. Don't be upset. 
Feel free to call in. Feel free to weigh in. You can tweet. You can email. You can do whatever you want to get a hold of this show. I've given you so many options. But nobody is screwing your kid out of a fall season, and nobody is screwing you out of a chance to see your son or daughter play a sport this fall. Except you. If you complain. MHSA is doing what they can with the local city county health departments to allow seasons to happen. Because remember, that's all we've talked about since March. Don't screw the kids. As parents, that's all we've heard. Don't take it away from the kids. Let them have their seasons. For a multitude of reasons. COVID's not real. It's a hoax. It's this. It's that. It's real, folks. The long-term effects. Oh, it's not going to affect my kid. But don't be, don't, be, don't be whining when your kid gets to play. Now, I've seen multiple social media stuff on Facebook and Twitter from parents, both in bigger cities and, and, and Billings and also in Helena, where we'll just go to the games. They can't keep us out. We'll call it a protest. If you want your kid to play the game, then you need to respect what the city county health departments are saying along with MHSA and the activities directors in those specific towns. You can't have it both ways, folks. You just can't. If you want to be there for your kids, you need to respect what the start of the season is going to look like with nobody in the stands in Helena. And Tim McMahon's going to talk about it with us on Monday here on the show. But he told 406mtsports.com that basically his hands were tied. You have a county health order, quote, that makes it difficult to both play the game and have fans. So I'm going to focus on making sure the games get played, end quote. And that is exactly what parents told me last week and this week on social media and in person. Publicly, privately, I've had parents tell me this. We are willing to sacrifice so that our kids can play. Well, if that's the case, then stay away from the damn stadiums and stay away from the damn fields and the gyms when the seasons start. Because you as parents are the ones that are going to screw it up for your kids. It ain't going to be the media. It ain't going to be me. It's going to be you as a parent screwing it up for your kid. And then you're the one that can look in the mirror and blame yourself for your kid not having a senior season. Just like uh, American Fork last night, athletic director at American Fork, Utah, paused a football game in the middle of the game to make sure that the fans were obeying the rules, which meant everybody had to wear a mask. And I don't care how you feel on masks or don't. I really don't care. Every, that's, this is for the, for the students to have to be able to play a football game in American Fork. This was the rule. Everybody has to wear a mask, and you have to sit in your designed, designated seating area. The social distance. They paused the game until everybody came through. I saw the video. There was parents and everybody clustered together. The students were all like, nothing is wrong. Nothing had happened. But if you want to follow the rules to have a season, then you have to follow the rules to have a season. But you can't have it both ways. You can't tell people... I'm willing to sacrifice seeing it in person so that my kid can play and then complain when your kid gets to play and you have to watch online. Okay? 
that is uh, quite the opening today because it's true. And then you got parents backtracking to me yesterday and last night and to today. Oh, I didn't say that. The hell you didn't. Lewis and Clark County Public Health Officer Drenda Neiman uh, was quoted 406mtsports.com today, quote, and I know it's harder when we look around and see Class AA communities doing it differently. That's a result of the MHSA and the governor's office telling locals to essentially figure it out. There was not a collaborative effort at that level, so we're doing the best we can for our communities, end quote. I don't know Miss Neiman personally. Never met her. But that's exactly what I've been saying. That all week long, we have not had a directive from the governor's office down to the city county health departments. And this goes for all levels of uh, all classification of high school sports in Montana. If you want to have the season, we need to have a directive that has been put out across the board, a blanket one. You can either have fans or you can't have fans. We can't have it different in each city. That, to me, is wrong. That's not fair to some cities. Capital plays at Glacier week one of the football season. Glacier gets to have fans in the stands, up to two per, uh, tickets per uniformed individual. But there's not going to be fans from, from uh, Capital allowed in the flathead. And that's wrong. Butte gets to have fans. But Helena and Missoula... Well, Helena and Billings for sure don't. And there's no, we have to have it uniformed. MHSA is all about fairness. They need to work with the governor's office. Steve Bullock needs to pull his head out, get with the leaders of MHSA, Mark Beckman and the executive board. They need to then sit down with the leader of the city county health departments and figure something out. And this should have been done months ago, not a week before the season starts in many of these communities. But just remember that, folks. If the seasons get canceled because you decide to go and you decide to protest, then it's on you. If your kid doesn't get to have a season, you're to blame. Not me, you. And I'll tell you exactly what Mike Mangold said again. He's the softball coach at Fergus. Always easier to talk than do. Look in the mirror, get over your selfishness. Coming from a coach and parent that just lost a season, speaking from experience on the pain losing a season inflicts. Well said, coach. Well said. All right, we're going to talk some NAU, Big Sky Athletics, and student fees when we come back. Lance Hartzler from the Arizona Daily Sun is going to join us. It's very interesting. And again, like I said, if you've been to college or university in the state of Montana, or anywhere really, they have that, um, you get a, a student athletics fee. And that comes from, you know, that uh, that supports tickets and, you know, students get free tickets and all that. So it goes to a lot of different things on campus. But without sporting events on campus this fall, what are the big sky schools doing? It's interesting. And Lance Hartzler will tell us when we come back here. On the Jason Walker Show, feel free to weigh in. You can tweet me at Sports. You can Facebook. You can call in. You can Podbean it. There's a lot of ways to get a hold of the Jason Walker Show, and I want to hear from you if you're not too chicken. 
Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then Give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back on a finally Friday Jason Walker Show inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Big new sponsor, presenting sponsor coming next week. Excited to get that uh, this great client on the air. So appreciate that. Next week, some of our guests, uh, we told you Monday, Bill Foley will join us from Butte Sports. Tim McMahon, Helena Activities Director. Janice Dean, Fox Sports uh, Weather, or Fox News Weather Anchor, will join us. We'll... Uh, Rip on Andrew Cuomo uh, a little bit next week, which will be fun. Uh, Becky Mapston will join us. We'll talk some rodeo. Pac-12 analyst Nicole Ragoni begins her weekly Thursday breakdown of whatever she wants to talk about. And that'll be a, a good time. Nicole was such a great guest last week. Uh, she uh, called up and said, hey, can we just do this every week? And I said, absolutely. So, uh, that might turn into something if we ever get to play f- uh, fall sports next year. 
with this guy. His name is Lance Hartzler. He covers a lot of different sports for the Arizona Daily Sun. How are you, my man? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm great. I, uh, I'm, I'm glad we're able to finally talk because I put you off for about two weeks because of sickness or <laughs> just weirdness going on. And uh, finally, we're, we're chatting. We're live. And this is fun. So uh, I appreciate you being patient, my man. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for hitting me up and asking me to come on, man. I always appreciate people pointing out my work, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you work hard and, and you've got some great stuff. And um, one of those articles, which we'll talk about here in a second, really uh, intrigued me, and, and it's, a, it's a fantastic, fantastic story that more people need to be made aware of, and that's why I wanted you on. Um, but has the summer been okay for you? Because it's been awful busy, but yet there hasn't been anything to cover. So it's kind of a weird conundrum, right? Yeah, it's busy, but not busy. Because like, <laughs> like a sports journalist, I'm not actually covering sports, but there's the minute details of finances or will a sport even happen. There's the weird stuff that, like, I usually don't have time to deal with. Now it's like, oh, this is all I get to deal with now. Yeah. Are you based in Phoenix or do you get, where are you? I'm based in Flagstaff, Arizona. Oh, you are in Arizona. Okay. Daily, yep. That's what the Daily Sun is. So I I went to NAU actually. I'm a 2018 NAU graduate and stuck around in Flagstaff for the Daily Sun after I graduated. I've been to Flagstaff twice, once in the middle of a basketball season in uh, January, would have been, or February of oh, 2001. Um, okay. There was a lot of snow, and it reminded me of Bozeman, which was great because I was home. And then I was there yep. uh, in a in a March of 2018, actually. So right before you graduated, uh, we yeah. stopped in uh, the Flagstaff um, shopping area somewhere and bought some sh- uh, golfing shorts. But uh, beautiful uh, town. All right, Flagstaff is great. Yeah, I, oh, I love it. And I actually I've been to Missoula and Bozeman once. I was actually just on a road trip about a month ago, kind of going through the big sky states, essentially. I would definitely call Flagstaff more like Missoula from actually being in both. It's got more of that vibe to me. Okay. Well, the the, the beauty, I'll go Bozeman. The vibe, I'll, I'll give you Missoula. How's that? Okay. That's yeah. fair. Because Missoula's not beautiful to me. Because I'm a <laughs> Bozeman guy. So, anyway, um, Lance Hartzler <laughs> joining us here, Arizona Daily Sun. Um, all right. Let's talk about your article that you, you did this in a couple weeks. Now, the way I've been describing this uh, today is, if you've been to college, if you've been to university, you understand that part of your tuition every semester is this student athletics fee that nobody really knows about. They just pay it, but it goes to, you know, you get free tickets to games. It goes to uh, helping out with, like, student health centers and all this. And it's just a different type of fee that everybody has to pay. Now, with no fall sports, you did a great dive into this article. Explain why and, and what you came up with. Well, so all these colleges, they each have like these specific athletic related fees, right? Mm. Some have one encompassing fee. One example is Northern Colorado. They have just what is basically an over encompassing student activity fee, which is like almost $500 maximum, depending on how many credit hours a singular student takes. That just covers a myriad of things. And one of those things is like attendance to athletic events. NAU, though, for example, has two separate fees. They have what is called an athletic fee that does not cover the cost of attendance. That is a $75 per semester fee that goes to, like, essentially infrastructure and pragmatic services and other kind of weird and vague things that make sense when they told me, but I always kind of space on what exactly it means. (laughs) And then they have a student activity fee, which is governed, I believe, by their student their associated students association, essentially like the student government. Mm. 
And I never got a response from them. And it's been about two weeks since this story ran. I never got a response from them about what they're doing with that fee because that is what covers the cost of attendance to athletic events and the free normal events around campus. Like at NAU, they have free movie events, fun like bingo nights, poker nights that they put on for free. That obviously with COVID and the precautions around that, you can't really do. So the 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 acquiring mind would think, okay, there's no fall sports. We don't even know if we're going to have on campus learning uh, for the whole semester. Why are we still getting charged these fees? And yet the the schools across the Big Sky are like, we're still going to take your money. Is from what I understand. That is essentially what every single Big Sky spokesman told me, just in a much more professional and nice way. You can infer (laughs) it that way. Yeah. So. Essentially, what I was told by many, that was the, the common theme was we think sports can happen, so we have no reason to not charge this. And many of them started school by the time that I sent out these emails. So the only way to go back is then to give students a essential, almost like a charge back saying, hey, you have this money back. But who knows if they'd even do that. Right. And as we just saw, what we saw this week was the governing body for Utah State Universities So that would affect Southern Utah, University of Utah, Utah State, Weaver State. They announced a 15 to 25 percent reduction in student fees overall, which, according to some reporters. Does that mean then if for this semester, like in Utah, will those students have to pay double in the in the spring if there is false or if the all the sports play in the spring or no? Or how how does that I don't. I can't answer that for sure, but I would assume no. Okay. That that'd be a kind of a wild thing to make them pay double, all because they're trying to do every single sport in the spring, which is another monster question in itself. <laughs> well, yeah, that's exactly right. Um, and we're Lance, we're talking about big money here. I think I read three point one million to the NAU athletics department from these fees. Yes, they have a large from the athletic fee on its own, not the student activity fee. So the one that is $75 per student per semester, so 150 per academic year, that's about $3.1 million that goes straight to NAU Athletics. And generally what they use that for is new infrastructure. They use, they help, they use that fee to fund new scoreboard renovation they did about a year or two ago that I wrote about a high performance center, which is like if you like you have noticed in the Big Sky Conference, the arms race to have better practice facility. Yep. That's all that that's NAU's version of it. Uh, and, and does this also include like the the student workout centers that the athletes don't go to, but the students are allowed to? No, that is actually covered in a separate fee called the <laughs> campus health fee that I <laughs> and my my coworkers of the Daily Sun are also questioning whether they should be able to use that or charge that because here in Arizona, you're not allowed to go to gyms right now. So the health and rec center is closed. Students can't use it. Oh, good Lord. I mean, there's so, uh, this has just been a screwed up six months that nobody, I don't, I mean, we're never going to get an answer to anything here. Uh, What's, what's really intriguing to me, Lance, is some of these schools um, and the the cost. So, I mean, we're talking like 500 bucks in in some schools, Um, Montana state's around 170 for the year, it looks like uh, NAU, as you mentioned, the 150. Montana's just under the 150. But there's some big money involved here for all of these colleges and universities in uh, in the Big Sky, and you know they're getting there still. But there's a lot of money that's being lost in the athletics. Is this a way to recoup some of that in a not, I guess, 
nice. Uh, how did you say non-professional nice way to say it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I do know for a fact that in the agreement that was passed in 2018, that's when NAU first started its athletic fee. When Mike Marlowe, the head, the athletic director at NAU was hired in 2018, he brought in this athletic fee because he realized NAU was the only big size school not to have one. So he instituted this. Mm. And the agreement that was made is they cannot use it to help pay for contracts and salaries. So NAU did furloughs this past summer because of the pandemic. So they did pay cuts for staggered pay cuts for all employees, including coaches and athletic directors. They cannot use that athletic speed to help mitigate that damage. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, he uh, is the Arizona Daily Sun reporter and Flagstaff uh, covering Northern Arizona and some preps. We'll talk preps here in a second, but when you look at uh, the schools across the, the big sky, um, Lance, there's, there's not a, a, a fee across the board. I mean, every school charge is different. So how does this affect other schools like uh, Northern Colorado, which struggles already, a Portland State and even in Eastern Washington um, in, in their aspects? Man, I would... With Eastern Washington, we've already seen the way they've had to kind of get ahead of the buck because that school's already hemorrhaging money, right. as frankly, as far as I've read. And just athletics fee is probably only going to help them because they just need any type of funding to athletics because they were already struggling. I don't know exactly what those schools can do with these fees. I couldn't get that far. Those people weren't all that willing to share super detailed stuff, and this is is info they make it hard to find. <laughs> Uh, I, I think I read Eastern 1.75 million. Is that right? Does that sound right from your article? Yes. Okay. Actually, yes. Eastern gets about 1.75 million, and it's an agreement where their associate student body they direct some of their funding to athletics, and they kind of readjust it each year based on their funding. And then Weber State was over like almost two and a half million. I, I think I read. Yes, it was actually just under 2.5 million. That is crazy money we're talking. And when when you're a student, you know, and you graduated in 2018, I, I, I started Montana State. and went for a couple of years, but never could get through calculus, so I just gave up. Um, <laughs> but when when you're a student and you look at your, your fees, how closely did you look at your fees every semester and go, okay, I know what this is for, this is for, but what the heck is this for? I actually did do that, but that's because I was a journalism major for half of my time in college. I'm like, you know what, I should probably look at these because I'm questioning why I have to pay a green fee when they don't actually put any like environment initiatives on campus. Ah, gotcha. Well, so you're an yeah. investigative journalist. I like this. This is good stuff. I, I, I like this stuff. <laughs> I like the numbers. When I got the time, I love doing this. That is fantastic. Uh, so what do you think the students, if, if enough students find out about this, can there be um, rectification? Can there be a little blowback here for, for these universities? So I actually first found out that there was, and they told me, yeah, like I'm still paying this fee. I'm like, Oh, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> so that led me into actually doing the entire story. And I think if students really wanted to, they could put a petition together and actually fight it. Not necessarily the main athletic fee, the one that's $150, but the student activity fee, I feel like they could fight. Because if there's no events on campus, why are they paying that fee? Right. Uh, it's interesting, man. I'm going to keep following that story. Uh, let's shift gears a little bit to talk about this guy in uh, in Arizona. Were you surprised by the Pac-12's decision, first and foremost? Not, not one bit. I, I fully expected this as soon as the summer really got rolling that we would not be having really a fall sports season. It's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. And I don't... Oh, absolutely. It, it's baffling that it's happened, 
but it's almost it feels like it was expected. Yep. No, I totally agree with that. Uh, Lance Hartzler joining us, Arizona Daily Sun. So when you, what are you, what are you going to cover? <laughs> That's the big question. Because there's no fall sports at, at NAU. There's nothing at ASU or Arizona. There's nothing, uh, at, you know, I guess Grand Canyon's out. So, I mean, there's nothing to cover. Yeah, frankly, um, a big chunk of my coverage is Northern Arizona University Athletics. I devote a lot of my time to the, I'm like specifically, I'm the beat reporter for football and men's basketball. So I devote a lot of my time to that in the cross country team, which of course is national power. Yeah. I divide most of my time is devoted to that and high school prep sports, which as of now, that's all I got because the AIA, the Arizona, the high school governing body for Arizona sports, they're going forward with high school sports for now. They have a pretty big meeting actually on Monday with their sports medicine advisory committee that who knows, it could answer some questions that could just kind of put us back in limbo. But as far as I know, Arizona high school sports are happening. So at the bare minimum, I got that to deal with. <laughs> well, how how are they going to approach fans? Because that's been this week here in Montana a big big deal. Is uh, some of the counties allowing fans in the stands? You know, a two per person for per athlete. Um, some counties not allowing any fans in the stands, and some saying like in in, uh, in the, the ones that are allowing you know some there in the stands, but no visiting fans can come. Um, what's Arizona's plan right now for high school sports? The AIA is leaving it up to individual school districts oh to gosh. make that decision. Same here. And Flagstaff Unified School District, which is the cover, my coverage area essentially, they are waiting to learn more guidelines from the AIA going forward, like if sports will happen before they make a hard stance of will we allow 50% capacity, will we allow any stance, and just from a hyper-specific standpoint, there's a problem here brewing because Flagstaff High School, they play in NAU Skydome. That is their home field for football. Ooh. That could be a problem if NAU doesn't allow that. So they, need, they don't have their own actual football stadium. They'd have to find another place to play, and that's another just massive problem that is slightly looming. That is very interesting. And uh, we, I, we do have that. We would have that problem here in a couple of cities. Um, they could rectify it pretty easily in, in the bigger cities, but yeah, uh, that's that's a that's crazy. Lance Hartzler joining us, Arizona Daily Sun. Um, how okay? What's the parents' reaction? Have you heard anything on the street? Like, well, because up here I was told all last week and this week, well, I'll make sacrifices. That means my kid can play the game. If, if that means no fans, I'm fine with that. And then once that announcement's made, then the parents are pretty upset about it. But. Um, have you talked to any parents down there or gotten the, the feel in Arizona around the Flagstaff area of what, what the parents are thinking? Not to the extent that I've seen from Montana, just from the writers and reporters out there I follow on social media, but there have been some people who are very vocal saying we want to see our kids play. And it's almost like it's pretty even, actually. People are like, yeah, mask, if you go to games, be safe. We hope to go, and we'll do our best to wear masks and like social distance as much as possible. And many are against the AI playing. Some are like, why would we not play? Like, mm. high school sports are safe. And they're using that logic of what, however you want to take it. And it's interesting because I think it's a pretty even reaction. I haven't really gotten a hard stance from anyone because it's still – no one really knows at this point if sports are happening for sure at the high school level, even though they say they are. Right, yeah. I mean, we're, our first competitions – we've had some golf competitions, but nothing uh... – Team-wise related, big team-wise as far as volleyball and and football. Yeah, that comes next. That starts next week here in Montana. Uh, yep. The numbers in, in for COVID in Arizona have they've exploded. How are they doing now? 
as far as last time I checked, they've actually been starting to decline a little bit, and it's starting to actually look more and more positive since Arizona Governor Doug Ducey pushed, a, my personal opinion, a little too late, a mass mandate. He didn't actually mandate it, but he put together an actual statement saying, hey, everyone here needs to wear a mask. And that since he, since he did that in late July, it's actually looked a bit better. Well, I, I love the memes when Governor started doing that like four months, five months after. Was <laughs> wearing a mask after the outbreak is like, you know, uh, wearing protection after she's already pregnant. But um, <laughs> that, was, that was one of my favorites. Um, did you see the video last night from American Fork and, and the activities director that canceled or stopped the game to, until everybody social distanced and masked up at that high school football game in American Fork? I did see that, and I was actually very happy to see that happening. It was an intense because nobody was yeah. listening. The guy's talking and nobody, they're just sitting in their stands like, no. Like, if people aren't going to be safe and allow this event to happen according to guidelines, it can't happen. And this is up to the people who show up. If you're not going to listen to the rules, your son, your kid on the team, they're going to be leaving their game because of your actions. Yep. And that goes right back onto the parents that uh, fought so hard to get the kid in the game in the first place. A couple final quick ones. Let's go back to the Big Sky Lance real quick. Um, with no spring or fall sports, you know Montana State football coach Jeff Choate's not confident we're even going to have a spring football season, um, and I, I tend to agree with him on that. What's this? I mean, you feel bad for the cross country team, like you said. That's a national powerhouse. So a lot of those kids, Lance, are going to run indoor and outdoor track too. How does that affect their decision making? To be brutally honest, I don't see how you can do outdoor track and cross country at the same time. I do, I think one of those sports will have to not happen in the spring because you cannot feasibly run a cross country season and an outdoor track season, especially when you're NAU where your best cross country runners are the reason you're good at track because you're dominant distance runners. Right. You can't do both at once. Man. And I, and those are the kids you feel for. Like, um, that have that national dominance. And, and when you look at the football players, you know, this happens a lot in the frontier up here, the NAI level, but even, you know, the Cats and the Grizz have a couple of these crossovers that, that you you play football, but then you throw or something, you know, discus or hammer or whatever in the in the spring. This could affect a lot of dual sport athletes now in, in collegiate sports. Oh, absolutely. NAU's had a handful of football players who also run track over the past couple of years. I don't think they have any currently but they recently, if I had had them, man, that's going to be a problem, especially even at the high school level, like people yep. have proposed. If you push a fall season into spring, then you're asking dual sport athletes to choose because it's even more prevalent at high school where you have a football player who plays baseball, who runs track, or a basketball player who runs track. It happens much more at the high school level. Oh, definitely. And, and when you look at it, too, you know, who was the receiver from NEU a few years ago that ran track that was so good? Um, Khalil Dorsey was yes. a cornerback that ran track as well. Yes, that's who it was. Yeah, um, unbelievable. There's been so many great athletes come through the Big Sky, and NAU is just a, another one. So you guys would be okay, Lance, with a fall, with a spring football season. And I, you know, you backtrack into they, you know, start in January, games start in February. You guys are okay because of the dome. How are those in you know Cedar City, which doesn't get too terribly cold, but um, a Weber State, a Montana State, Northern Colorado, the Grizz. I mean, Eastern Washington. We get a lot of snow, and it's cold in February and March. How are these games going to happen? Man, I don't. I can't. I wish I could answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> I wish well, we like, all I, could. I, like, I don't see how you feasibly can do that during a snowstorm, or even like with NAU, if they have guidelines against having indoor events. 
how can you justify playing football indoor in the sky dome? Right. <laughs> it's just it, it, it's intriguing to me, Lance, because then too we have eight different states in the Big Sky Conference, thirteen schools, eight different states, and there's no uniformity uh, of of any kind across the board because some state like Oregon they're not allowing anything and. Yep. Yet Montana wants to allow fans in the stands or have games. Um, but then you look at other states. Like you can't travel to certain states and the quarantine rules and all this. I just don't see how we're going to have sports for a whole year. I can really agree. I don't think it's feasible at all. And I don't like the idea that some have pointed out, oh, you can just use like a bubble system. I'm like, no, Mm-mm. these are unpaid students that you're asking to do this. That's not feasible in my mind. Well, and I, we saw that report the last couple of weeks. I think it was Gary Parrish from CBS that said, we can make college basketball happen if we do it in bubbles. And I brought up, okay, so if we go, let's say we take the Big Sky Conference starting in January, we take all these basketball schools and put them all in Boise, like we do for yep. March for the, uh, for the Big Sky Tournament. But this is now for, let's say, two and a half months. These kids still have to attend class. How are you going to social distance? It's different to go down there for you know, a week to 10 days than it is to be down there for 90 days. I just don't know how a bubble can happen for basketball even. I mean, from that perspective, you've got to hope that all schools are online only because then that gets rid of the attending class question because mm-hmm. they're just doing online classes. But even then, the financial, the finances and having a, basically a two-month-long road trip, that's a lot of money on universities that are already hemorrhaging money because of the loss of a football season, of a fall season, of – they're even they're still stealing it from last year with the shared revenue watching the NCAA tournament. Yeah, no, there's no question about that. And and you bring you brought up a great point with the the budget. You know who pays for the hotels? Who pays for the you know for 90 days or however long it is? And I just don't see how it's possible. I, and there's big schools that I you, you can't even do this at Duke or UNC, which we've seen UNC football have some issues and Notre Dame. How are they going to bubble for basketball? And I just don't see it happening. And I hate to be Mr. Negative, but it's tough to, to look and see optimism in the future for sports right now for the next year. Oh, I completely agree. And I, I'll be frank. I've been furloughed already once because of this pandemic. I got furloughed oh, for 10 days, so 10, 10 unpaid days off. And I have fears that the more that sports continue to get canceled, I can get furloughed again. Or I just get completely reassigned to where I'm helping out on the news side, which so be it. I can do that doesn't get furloughed. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. You'd rather cover a car wrecks than, than well, there's a car wreck called the NCAA each and every day, it seems like. <laughs> hey, keep up the great work. And, uh, you know, I'm in your shoes, too. I mean, I'm my own. I'm self-employed. But if there's no sports to talk about on a sports talk show, what the heck do I talk about? Maybe, you know, politics for a couple of months? But then I then I really upset people. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to piss off your listeners too much. No, no, definitely not. Uh, hey, Lance, I appreciate it. Uh, you're welcome to come on anytime, And hopefully we get to talk about real sports soon. But uh, stay in touch. And uh, keep me up to date on what they're doing in uh, high school in Arizona down there, my man. Thank you, man. Take it easy. All right, that is Lance Hartzler joining us, Arizona Daily Sun from Flagstaff. Uh, great, great reporter. You can follow him on Twitter. He has some unbelievable articles. And this 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 fee article, man, it struck me a couple of weeks ago, and I'm glad we were able to get Lance on to talk about it because it really stood out. And uh, these, you just know these these universities are in the Big Sky are not going to give money back to students any way possible just because of the sports aspect of they're not making any money. And let's be honest, there's a lot of people not going to college and not going to, to universities this fall semester based off of they're just going to do online only um, or they're taking a year off because they just don't know where we're headed 
here in the future. It'll be interesting to keep an eye on. Appreciate Lance joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Take a break. We'll come back. We have On This Day in History, the walk-off. Tell you what's coming up next week and a whole lot more still to come here. Jason Walker Show. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Dinner's Done Right is open and ready for you to stop in and stock up for the summer. How does a Big Sky Flank Steak sound or a Sage Roasted Pork Loin? June's menu also includes a Parmesan tilapia and a variety of fantastic chicken cuisines and more. And if that's not enough, Dinner's Done Right's Grab and Go Soup Salad and Nacho Bar is back as well, with one exception. The delightful staff now will make it for you. And don't forget, deliveries to Bozeman and Great Falls on select days. Stop in at 1212 Cedar Street in Helena or visit dinnersdoneright.com. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the major mortgage team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major mortgage is a division of AMCAP mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then Give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Uh, Final segment of the week. Had a great time today. Uh, this morning, I was on the Dave and Alley show down in uh, Bozeman, XL Country. 20 years ago today, XL Country in Bozeman signed on the air, KXLB. And uh, I was the first program director down there. And it was um, it was a bittersweet day 20 years ago. Um, my grandmother had passed away 20 years ago yesterday. And then the next day, we signed on uh, a brand new radio station in Bozeman. And uh, we kicked ass. 
the first year. Man, it was so much fun. We, our first song that we played was Waylon Jennings' Are You Sure Hank Done It This Way? It was the first of 2,500 consecutive songs before, without a commercial. And then the 100.7th caller got a huge, huge prize package. It took us about seven or eight days to get through 2,500 straight songs. And then, uh, yeah, I was the first morning show guy who worked there for about a year until a uh, corporation, big corporation took over, took away creativity and freedom and uh, moved up to Great Falls. The rest is history. And, but, yeah, to happy birthday to XL Country in Bozeman 20 years ago today. 945 tonight is the actual birth date of XL Country 100.7 in Bozeman. And uh, it's a great, great station. Um, the original uh, logos, the Boots logo, so it was really cool. Um, still there they uh they've kept a lot of the of, of the uh, original design and and uh, stuff it was it was fun to be on the show today so i appreciate dave and uh, and ali for uh, letting me come on and share some stories um from behind the scenes man like being up on top of uh, the mountain jackson creek uh, between bozeman and livingston uh, with the engineers they're climbing the tower i'm like nope no nope, not not happening i'm afraid of heights and uh so hanging the antenna bays to get the station signal and working on the inside and then the, all the behind-the-scenes stuff of putting a radio station on the air. It was pretty cool. It was a lot of fun. So, uh, happy birthday, XL. Take that one. Um, it's also uh, would have been my cousin Scott's 45th birthday today. Next week on the show, Bill Foley will join us from Butte Sports. We're going to talk about um, jerk parents in Montana. <laughs> uh, one in particular, I'm sure. Um I'll call him out by name next week. He's an ass. Uh, Tim McMahon will join us, Helena Activities Director, uh, to talk about the decision to not have fans in the stands. Janice Dean, Fox News weather anchor, will join us next week. Becky Mapston, um, we'll talk some rodeo. Nicole Rigoni from the Pac-12 Network uh, starts our her weekly um, call-in. So that's going to be fun. Looking forward to getting Nicole on every Thursday. And that's going to be our official, that's what she said, Brent's uh, brought to you by Dinner's Done Right literally every Thursday uh, moving forward. So, uh, By the way, no shows Friday next week or Monday the following week, the 28th and the 31st. Next week's my birthday weekend. So uh, the wife's taking me um, golfing somewhere. It's going to be fun. This uh, segment brought to you by Mark LaRoe Photography. Check it out, marklaroephotography.com. Senior pictures, school starting some point. Um, get your pictures done and uh, family portraits. And if you mention the Jason Walker Show, you'll get a free 8x10 canvas or matte print. If you purchase anything from the Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery from Mark, you will get 20% off by mentioning the show. Um, I want to go back to uh, the opening segment and what we were talking about with parents uh, all up in arms and upset because Lewis and Clark County and, and Yellowstone County not allowing fans in the stands for high school or middle school events. And this comes after a week of fans and parents telling me that they gladly would give up attending the games if it meant the kids could have a season. And then when the actual news came out this week that fans in Yellowstone and Lewis and Clark County would not be able to attend, parents or anybody, then there was a whole lot of upsetness on social media. And... You know, we need to write to the governor, we need to write to this person, and this person, this person, and blah, 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 blah. Well, there's there's only one person to look at in each family, well, a couple people in each family to look at when it comes to this. It's the parents. You're the ones that said you'd be okay not watching in person 
as long as that meant that the kids got a season. Well, you've gotten that now. So stop your bitching and stop your whining. If you want your kid to play, you need to pay attention. And like we've talked about, Bill Foley abused sports, myself, Pat Forty, national guy, um, a lot of these national sports writers, a lot of Montana local sports writers and sports people. We want the seasons. We want nothing more than to be able to actually talk about sports and the stories that come with them. But at the same time, we can be realistic and know that there's possibility we won't have sports until next fall at any level. I mean, the NBA, whoop-de-doo. No, nobody cares. That season ended in March. Will the Lakers win it? Portland? I, no, nobody gives a rip, except two people maybe in, in that root for fans. Like, it's just dumb. NHL, same way. I love hockey. I love professional hockey. But playing now, and then now your seasons are affected for next the next season. It's like Coach Choate talked about at Montana State last week. Let's not screw up fall of 2021 just so that we can compete in spring of 21. See, And so that's, you know, something to keep an eye on. Speaking of which, the NCAA came out today and is uh, working on towards getting the, the fall championships for the spring at all levels except FBS because they run their own but uh, for football, but everything else for uh, fall championships to get to be played in the spring if they could be conducted safely and in accordance with federal, state, and local health guidelines. But here's where the big news came out. All fall sports student-athletes will receive both an additional year of eligibility and an additional year in which to complete it through a blanket waiver. This was announced today by the NCAA. Schools also prohibited from requiring student-athletes to waive legal rights regarding COVID-19 as a condition of participation, Schools are prohibited from canceling or reducing athletic scholarships if any college athlete in any sport opts to not participate due to COVID. Student-athletes who do not enroll full-time during 2020 fall have flexibility in the progress toward degree requirements in the future. Financial aid of student-athletes will be extended and will not count against team limits in 21 and 22. So that's good. And Coach Choate talked about that too. Is you know we're going to have to have we're going to have to have four or five years to really you know they've got forty four seniors next year that are juniors this year. That's on top of or doesn't count the seniors that are on the team this year that may want to opt out. But you can play, from what I understand, you can play the full spring season, not lose eligibility. So basically, it's a free year to play, which is a good thing. That's a good thing. I uh, did see this, too. The Kentucky Derby will be run now without fans. Uh, September 5th, Churchill Downs. You know, this is normally 150,000 people. They wanted to have maybe 75. They had a plan to have as many as 23,000 spectators. Uh, came out today, though, and said, uh, steadily increase of coronavirus cases in Louisville. And so now all Derby Week races, including the Kentucky Oaks, will be run without spectators. The Oaks will be on the 4th. The Derby is on the 5th. And uh, we'll get Barry Abrams on from uh, ESPN to talk about uh, the Derby. Um, do you remember, Was which one did we already run, the Preakness? Seems like forever ago. 
Does anybody remember who even wanted? <laughs> That's, we would know if we'd ran these in order and in uh, normal time, but no Kentucky Derby fans this year, so we don't have to look at all the dumb hats um, and all the overpriced celebrities sitting on there wherever. So there's that. Um, what else were we going to hit on today? Uh, oh, I saw this kid. Cameron Guest plays football at Pitt. Said, uh, tweeted out this morning, quote, to all college students on campus this semester, don't ruin the football season for us because we've worked harder than anyone to get here. Wear your masks and stop the huge parties, end quote. You're not special, dude. Um, that's selfish. That's a selfish statement. Um, Cameron Guest, football player for Pitt. Do you, you do realize that a lot of student-athletes are the ones that have the huge parties and go to the parties? Do you, you, you know that? Just, man. So there's that. There is that. Okay. Fun, fun stuff. Let's get to on this day in history. It is August the 21st. It is Brazilian Blowout Day. And I don't know if that means everybody goes and gets a Brazilian wax or what, but it is National Senior Citizens Day. It is also National Spumoni Day. What is Spumoni? Well, it's like a gelatin, um, almost like a sherbet. came from uh, Nola, Italy, Nova, Italy, but looks delicious. 1900, U.S. National Championship for Men, basically the became the U.S. Open. Malcolm Whitman wins his third straight U.S. singles title. 1914, U.S. Open men's golf. 21-year-old Walter Hagen wins the first of his two open titles and the first of his 11 majors. 1926, White Sox pitcher Ted Lyons no-hits the Boston Red Sox 6 nothing in just 67 minutes. 1931, Babe Ruth becomes the first major leaguer to hit a 600 career home runs. Raleigh Fingers got the first, uh, became the first pitcher to get to 300 saves on this date in 1982. Uh, happy birthday, Wilt Chamberlain, 1936 he was born. 13-time All-Star member of the uh, American College and Basketball Hall of Fame. He was pretty darn good. Uh, passed away in 1999. Member of the 20,000 Women Club, apparently, according to his own book. 1961, happy birthday, Lance Deal. Lance Deal was an American hammer thrower. He won Olympic silver in Atlanta in 1996, born in Riverton, Wyoming. Lance Deal also competed in the Olympics in 88, 92, and 2000. And he's a Montana State Bobcat. Happy birthday to Lance Deal. Uh, 1986, Usain Bolt, born on this date. A couple other birthdays. Kenny Rogers, who just passed away a couple of months ago, was born on this date in 1938. And Hayden Panettiere, born on this date in 1989. Hayden Panettiere starring in the best Bring It On uh, movie of the franchise, All or Nothing. And Bambi, great. One of the all-time great Walt Disney movies was released on this date in 1942. Bambi. Yeah. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Happy birthday today to Baby Panda. Mei Shang in uh, the Smithsonian, the National Zoo in Smithsonian, uh, in Washington, D.C., had her baby today. Had her baby panda. We took the little one out uh, to D.C. Um, a couple of years ago. For last year, for the wife, had a, a work trip, and so she got the, We took her to the, the National Zoo, and 
and she got to see the baby pandas, including Bebe, who is back in China, because when the pandas are born in the U.S., they get them for four years, and then they go back to China. But Mei Shang uh, had her baby today, a brand-new baby panda at the National Zoo for the next four years in D.C. That'll be awesome. To, to, we'll have to take her out and, and, uh, and see it. Congratulations, Mei Shang. Happy birthday to the new baby. I wonder what they're going to name it. Uh, Bebe was the other one, uh, the most recent. But uh, if you get a chance to go to D.C. to the National Zoo, unbelievable. And it's it's not like any zoo you've ever seen. It's so much awesomeness. Um, but the little the little one loved the zoo and loves pandas because of last year's trip. So. The walk-off brought to you by Cafe Zydeco, 625 Euclid, also in Bozeman and Billings. Make sure uh, I, I'm golfing in a golf tournament this weekend. I might stop by for uh, beignets tomorrow morning. I might have to do that. It's my tea time's at 10.30. They open at 9. I might be able to stop by and get a couple of beignets in the morning. Hey, there you go, Lou. I'll be stopping by, it looks like. All right, uh, what did we miss today? Not a lot. We got it all. Um, parents, figure it out. Stop your whining. Stop your complaining. If you want your your sons and daughters to have a season, you got what you wanted this fall, okay? Your kids get to participate. And if that means, like you told me publicly and privately last week, many fans and many parents said you would give up attending gladly, attending the games, if it meant your kids could have a season. Well, stop your bitching and moaning. And on social media because, oh, well, I can't watch my kid. Well, they get to have their season. It's about them in the end, remember? It's not about you, Doug. It's not. It's not about you as a parent. Just because you sit in the, the local restaurant with your letterman's jacket from high school and relive the glory days, this is about the kids. We all want the kids to have their seasons. So stop your whining that you can't watch them. You can watch online, just like everybody else. Deal with it. Monday, Bill Foley and Tim McMahon will join us. Great guests this week. Lance Hartzler, Sarah Burnell, Mary Lou Cook, Mary Luce Cook, Kent Paulson and Jordan Hansen. Great guests lined up next week, too. Janice, Dean, and a bunch more. We'll see you Monday at 4 for the Jason Walker Show. We'll have more parent recap. If you missed anything from this week, Go to JasonWalkerShow.com. Have a great weekend, everybody. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.